0: Hey everybody, this is Mination and welcome to Modernizing Biz podcast. This show is all about business, marketing and entrepreneurship where I interview some of the greatest minds from around the globe who will share their experience with you and that's how we're going to help in modernizing your biz for free. On episode 5 of Modernizing Biz podcast, we have youngest entrepreneur, his award winning broadcaster, his Instagram influencer, and above all, he is the founder of Hoops Nation, which is the basketball media company. And he's also host of Buster Show. Hey Buster, welcome to Modernizing Biz. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, so let's directly jump into conversation. I wanted to know where are you from? Uh, I grew up in
1: New York. I grew up in Brooklyn. And then halfway through high school, I moved to Connecticut. Um, and that's that's where my family is. That's where I am actually right now. But in normal times, previous to Corona, I was in, a, I was in New York.
0: Okay, so right now you're staying uh, with your parents, right?
1: Yeah, staying with the family. It's nice out here. It's nice to get some fresh air and not be you know, kept in an apartment.
0: Just tell me one thing: how quarantine is treating you till this date?
1: Uh, at the beginning, it definitely sucked. You know, you you you've never experienced mm-hmm. anything like it before, so you don't know how to deal with it. But over time, and it's gotten a little bit better. Um, you learn how to cope with it, and you work on new skills. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm you know now taking this time to really see what I can improve on myself and what things I can make more mm. efficient. For example, um, like with Hoops nation during quarantine was the first time I ever got people to help out with running my accounts. I was doing it all by myself mm. before, but now I have a team that's, that's helping me do it. So that's been a, that's, that's been amazing a, a perk of quarantine.
0: Yeah. And most of my audience like, I guess they don't have idea what Hoops nation is. So I'll ask this question. So what is Hoops nation? Hoops
1: Nation's my ideal basketball outlet. It's kind of, you know, what I envision the mm. ESPNs of the world being a, in the sense of like, instead of it being like by a company that's owned by like forty year olds, sixty year olds, owned by Disney, one of the biggest companies in the world, it's owned by you know the same type of guy who's consuming mm. the content. You know, it's owned by the same people who are watching it. Um, you know, I'm a 19 year old just doing, mm-hmm. um, just doing my thing. And that's the same people who, who are, mm-hmm. you know, following. So I, I think that's super important. Um, but at, at the end of the day, it's just kind of my new modern version of a blog. All right.
0: I just got to know, like you are, you are started the journey of building Hoops Nation at the age of 14, right?
1: Yeah. So it was actually... Um, it was a couple of different mm-hmm. outlets but but you're totally right in the sense of like the whole journey started, but hoops nation itself, mm-hmm. like as a company didn't start till I was sixteen, but before that, I was doing other basketball type platforms
0: so you started building the foundation of this company from the age of like super young age so what from where you get the idea of building such kind of brand uh i I really just did it out of fun and
1: out of actually enjoying it mm. i think for anybody listening is is the best way to start a business it's um you know, mm. not with the goals of let's say making a lot of money or you know becoming famous or anything like that it's with the goals of like just having fun enjoying it and when you have fun and enjoy something mm. everything else comes along with it if you put in the
0: time okay and what hoops nation stands for hoops nation
1: um you know is 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 really just a platform for, you know, some of the things that I believe in. And that really depends on the time. So like recently it stands for like, it stands for black lives matter. It stands for, you know, the NBA, you know, being one of the bright Mm -hmm. spots for a lot of people. It stands for um, helping people, you know, get through their day to day
0: if they're not having a great day. Like that's, that's really what I want it to stand for. Uh, I guess most of my audience are like waiting to hear from you. So where have you been started from working like this? Do you have a plan for going into college or high schools when you are 10 year old or 12 year old? Yeah, so I I always thought
1: I was going to go to college. um, Really up until things really started working out when I was in high school. Um, Mm -hmm. I I even toured a couple colleges, but I always hated school. I, I was never a very good student um mm-hmm. so that that definitely led me not to want to do it you know and then eventually it got to the point where I was able to do what I was doing you know on my own I didn't need college mm-hmm. um so that that was really what made the decision for me but I I think for entrepreneurs if you know what you want to do and you can start to do it there's no reason for you to um put in your time and energy uh, and money into something that's mm-hmm. not going to
0: there exactly i totally agreed with this point it seems like if you go to college right now it's it will be distraction for for you so moving for, forward with the next question i have just watching youtube and i have searched your name there's a plenty of the so many interviews come up and popped up so there's one thing i have read you was a youngest employee of Wayner media is it right
1: yeah, I, I think so. Um I think I was definitely the youngest person working <laughs> at the time, but um but yeah, that was that was really fun. Um I really like the intermedia and mm-hmm. you know I just wanted I just wanted, you know, from a young age to kind of be like Gary in that sense. Yeah. So so I, it was cool to be able to to be mm-hmm. in that environment.
0: So how you get
1: there? Um I met Gary one time told him what I was doing. I knew a couple of people at the company. Um, and hmm. then, and that, that really kind of helped push it along. Um, but yeah, definitely. I was super lucky to be able to get that at that age.
0: To be honest, that working in Media with Gary is like one of my dream. If I've told you like I have got his signature tattooed onto my arms, so Gary means a lot to me, and after wow. seeing that, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of jealous from you. But yeah, that's an achievement for you. So having you onto my podcast, I'm so grateful for that as well. But yeah, at this, I think
1: if you if you like really strategized
0: and there's no mm-hmm. reason you can't do it, no reason. Yeah, I've been working. I've ma- I've mailed him like a couple of times. I've been waiting for his response. Yeah, let's see. finger crossed for that. So, how was your experience working with uh, Vena Media?
1: Um, I was only there for for like a month. A month, yeah, really, just like a month. Um, mm-hmm. But it was fun. I mean, some of the some of the guys that work there are some of my best friends now. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, it was very very brief experience when I was there. Um, but it was cool. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I guess that company is one of the greatest company of the this era. So. I guess you and Gary had a similar uh, interest. You you are also like interested about basketball and his goal of purchasing New York Jets. It's kind of it's it's kind of resembled the, at the same. So do you have a conversation with him regarding the New York Jets or something like that?
1: Um I'm not a Jets fan, so no. <laughs> I'm a Giants fan. The other the other New York football okay. team. Um mm. we definitely uh we definitely share a, a love in the Knicks um i spoke to i met i met him one time at a at a knicks game but my goal is not necessarily to like buy the knicks or anything like that um Mm -hmm. although that would be very cool one day you know i'm a bigger basketball Mm -hmm. fan than anything else um Mm -hmm. but i do want to i do want to run for president in 2036 that is a goal so i guess that's kind of my version
0: yeah that's amazing (laughs) wish you all the best for that so without wasting any time, yeah, without wasting any time, let's jump into the title of this episode, which is how one individual can dominate social media in twenty twenty. Following the procedure what you have done with your personal brand with your hoops nation, it would be great if you can come up with a process or do's and don'ts something like that.
1: Uh, what I would say is take it platform by platform. So once once you like figure out what kind of content you want to do, mm-hmm. do that on Instagram. And then once you've been able to do that every day for two weeks on Instagram, then start doing a TikTok version. Mm-hmm. And once you do that for two weeks, start YouTube. And then mm-hmm. just build on top until you have all the platforms going. And don't be afraid to try new things and definitely don't be afraid to fail. I think that's the biggest takeaway mm-hmm. for me and that's my best mm-hmm. advice for anybody who wants to do
0: social media stuff. Okay. So uh, like building building Hoops Nation, you've grown Hoops Nation from zero to like 980k followers. So what's your experience of growing this? What you have learned in the process? And what are the mistakes that you have made in taking it from zero to this level?
1: Yeah, m- mistakes are definitely... Uh you know i didn't join instagram as early as i should have i was big on facebook mm-hmm. and i didn't believe in instagram i didn't join instagram until 2017 i now okay i made that mistake there but i didn't make that mistake on tiktok i saw tiktok was good so i joined last summer mm-hmm. and we're up to three and a half million followers on tiktok now
0: wow that's mind-blowing man <laughs> so yeah
1: and it's all it's all because i learned from that mistake mm-hmm. and i didn't join late i joined At the right time, which I probably would have, I probably would have 3 million on Instagram if I had joined that early too.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I've seen that you've done a lot of good networking with all those good accounts. So is it so if you network with a good account, it will going to elevate your personal brand as well?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, generally um, being friends with people in the space, people with like minded interests are always, um, Mm -hmm. are always going to push you further uh you know it's it's like uh the classic you are an amount like you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with if you spend time with five really really talented creators you're gonna be a really talented creator there's just no other question so you got to surround yourself with the people that are the best (laughs) at what you do or the best that you can get access to and provide value to them in return never make it a one-way relationship but
0: um kind of off of
1: that uh you know you you just got to put yourself around the best people and that will Mm -hmm. return that result for you
0: yeah i guess that's what i'm doing with this my brand as well i've been like i've reached out to you because you personally adore your work at this uh at this younger age you have built so many things you have achieved so many things so what do you feel like when you have achieved all these things at the age of like you are 20 right
1: I'm 19. 90, yeah, I'll be 20 yeah, soon.
0: Though. Cool. I'll be 21 soon. So <laughs> never mind so this, awesome. Yeah, at this particular at this uh, age, you have started like most of our friends are like graduating from college or hunting for the jobs. They have achieved so many things. So, what do you? What's your experience and what's your learning from all of this?
1: Um, I I I look at it very differently. I look at it as like I haven't even you know gotten started yet. Like I really haven't. Like, it's all fun and games at the end of the day for me. So Mm -hmm. it's like, there are so many things that I haven't done yet that I want to do. Like, I want to be on Joe Rogan's level from Mm -hmm. a podcasting standpoint. I'm not there yet. I want to have, like, a really big presence in, Mm -hmm. like, the music space. I'm not there yet. Like, I want to be president. Definitely not there yet. You know, it's (laughs) like, there's so much left to do. And anytime, if I'm able to accomplish any of those, Mm -hmm. then there will be a new one in its place. There are always like 10 things I'm trying to be
0: that I'm not yet. Mm -hmm. That's why you have this attitude of like trying, tasting every single stuff that comes along your way. So that's a great attitude that you're carrying. That is amazing. So tell us something about like, what do you think about the future of influencers marketing globally?
1: Uh, I think influencer marketing is only going to get bigger as, mm-hmm. you know, people realize that doing things in print and doing things through like TV shows and doing things through other things aren't as effective mm-hmm. as getting somebody through their direct voice to, you know, mm-hmm. reach somebody hit somebody about stuff. So that's, that's, um, that's my take. I think it's only going to get bigger and it's smart. We should do it. Okay. And there are lots of really, really good deals from influencers
0: out there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like the, the industry that get the most benefit out of this COVID-19 recession is uh, social media, Instagram only, I guess. And I think so your business is also get elevated from this uh, pandemic. So what are all those insights, the growth that you have seen in this couple of months?
1: Um, I've definitely seen, you know, a lot more people on social, spending time on social and mm-hmm. spending more hours on social so that by default just makes views and and you know stuff of that nature rise
0: that's amazing man so if you can uh, if you can go deep about the business model that you are following that will be definitely going to be a great part of this conversation so if we talk about Hooks nation so what is the business model that you are running on it
1: yeah i mean we run ads um both like music ads mm-hmm. and ads different companies promoting products Mm. um and that on all on all platforms you know covers um pretty much most of it for most most pages on social media
0: okay and uh what are the revenue streams that get opened up when you have so much fan following and following based on social media uh
1: a couple things one is you can start consulting for people that are trying to do the same type of thing um Two is you can start programs, you can start classes, you can sell merchandise. There are, there are a lot of different avenues you can take mm-hmm. um, once you have an audience. Um, and even when you don't, I think you can take all those same if you have value to, to provide. You know, somebody will be willing to take it.
0: Okay. And are you providing some merchandise or services, something like that?
1: Yeah, I've some. I've done a lot of different, like custom limited run merchandise, um, and I also help out some rappers and artists with their uh, song promotion distribution when they release.
0: Okay, that's amazing, man. Most of the people who are on the journey of building their own brand on uh, digital space, they often get crippled by numbers, whether it is likes, followers, comments, subscribers, whatever it is. So does it happen with you when you're building Oxnation? Like if you, did you get at a point when you wanted to quit and you don't want it to continue with the process?
1: Um, I don't think there have really gotten to points where I, I wanted to quit, but I definitely, there got to points where I was too busy to do everything that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, a team comes into play that can help manage some of the things that I, I don't necessarily have the time for.
0: Uh, you have a great passion about basketball and everything about your brand that you're building. When you're on the process of building, this, there are like, I guess there are a lot of problems, mistakes have come along between. Is it so that, that the passion you have that keep you running on the process and don't let you quitting from the thing that you wanted to achieve? Yeah,
1: I, I think, you know, as long as you enjoy the process, mm-hmm. you won't get burnout, you won't quit. Um, so really, you just got to make sure that you enjoy, like you truly mm-hmm. enjoy the process and what you're
0: doing. Exactly. And th- what are the major setbacks and problems you have seen while building this, your personal brand, either going your first show? What are the major problems that you're seeing and how you're tackling with them?
1: Don't really see any problems. I mean, it's just like, it. it just comes down to like, how much effort I'm willing to put in and that's the relationship of how much success Mm -hmm. I'll see with it. Very Mm -hmm. direct. Um, Mm -hmm. how much focus,
0: how much time am I spending on it? If I spend a lot. And at what point of time you develop all these entrepreneurial traits? Um, I, I think that
1: it just comes naturally. Um, because I understand, you know, what what we were talking about earlier and you have to surround yourself with positive and Mm like-minded people. Um, So if you do that, then, you know, from networking, a lot of that can come. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then you're good.
0: What will be the one piece of advice that you want to give to all those budding influencers, marketers, entrepreneurs that you wanted to share?
1: I think my best advice would be to not be self-critical and make mistakes um, and learn mm-hmm. from those mistakes, and surround yourself with the best, with people that are doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. and make friends with them and help them.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I've seen that you've lot of focusing on sports cards. I've seen you unboxing all those cards on your Instagram live streaming. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. I was just looking out and just scrolling and checking out your Instagram. I like before doing this uh, before regarding this episode and i've seen that you've been unboxing a lot of sports cards so what is the future of sports cards according to you Do you think they're worth spending our money
1: yeah i think sports cards are going to keep getting really big you know especially since cards are have gone up so much during quarantine when sports are back people are going to want mm-hmm. even more it's the sports cards are buying a share of stock in a player um, so if, if you believe in the stock market, you know, sports cards are a much safer and more fun investment. Yeah.
0: Where you measure the growth of a one particular sport card that you purchase for, like, say, for $1, it goes to the $20, $30? So how you manage that?
1: Um, you manage that by looking at eBay and what the same card, uh, what other people have sold it for. So, like, an example, um, a card that I bought in... Literally, my best card purchase of all time was a Giannis Antetokounmpo rookie card that I bought for $1, mm-hmm. um, okay. and then I sold it for $700 5 years later. Wow. And <laughs> See, the way, way that I was able on. to measure that, you know, apart from just like he started playing a lot better, he was not very good mm-hmm. at the beginning, um, but then he became the best player in the world, so... You know Hmm. just being able to um follow along with his career as well as kind of what things were actually
0: selling for on ebay helped a lot okay cool so in india sports card is not that on the top what do you think sports card will dominate across the globe sooner or later uh I
1: I definitely think soon but you want to know something that I some type of card that I think is going to dominate the world a lot quicker basketball cards and sports cards are already dominating the U.S. but I think Pokemon cards are going to dominate the world very soon are people in India Pokemon
0: yeah exactly the Pokemon go I guess passed one or two a year back it was the in-demand game I've just seen a lot of people running on the street chasing the Pokemon it was a was a great boom in that particular area and i guess people are excited about that uh, in this particular time as well
1: yeah so i think pokemon cards are going to be mm-hmm. are gonna be big soon
0: uh yeah so even i guess soccer cards will also be going to dominate sooner or later oh. in this because they have a lot of fan falling across the across the world
1: yeah, yeah man I, I think soccer cards are going to be really big
0: too mm-hmm yeah. So we'll talk about a little bit more about the social media. So I've seen that you have been using and you're posting a lot of great content out there. So do you have a team of people of the team size that uh, create content on behalf of you?
1: Um, yeah, I have, I have a few editors who, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of create create some of that content for me. And that's... That's That's been really great and really helpful. I definitely recommend if other people are
0: in the position to get people to help, I think yeah. uh, I think they should. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, are you aware about what are the tools that they are using so that the listeners can get a little bit just about how they can start on social media and promoting their content? So what are the tools that you guys are basically using? I think some of the best tools to be used
1: um, are, are just like, like mm. people should focus on, on the, their actual content and then the rest will take care of itself. they so using tools like Photoshop, premiere. There are lots of apps on your phone that you can get. Um, mm. but using, focusing on those kinds of tools and just really building up the content, like making the content as good as possible and everything else will take care of itself.
0: Yeah. And what are your future plans with Hoops Nation? Just to keep building it,
1: I wanna, I definitely want to, just keep expanding, keep growing, brother.
0: All right, that's it, bro. That's it from my end. If you wanna add something so that our audience can get a lot of inside of it, you can even add it. Cool.
1: No, I I appreciate that. That's all from my end. But um, I appreciate you having me
0: on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for being on Modernizing Biz podcast. It means the world to me hey guys thank you so much for staying till and i hope you get some value out of this episode and if you like our our episode so make sure you hit the follow and subscribe button on spotify and google podcast so guys it means the world to me that you have stayed till end stay connected with us and we'll see you next week with another mind-blowing episode